0: Now take a breath, everybody. Just take a breath.
1: All right, let's do it. Making plans
2: with the boys. I'm
0: going to hit the town.
2: Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast. Today wait, I'm here with. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Are, are we going? Yes. Now? <laughs> that was my intro. Mom just said, take a breath. I was breathing. Well,
2: I hit record, and then she said, take a breath. And I was like, well, I already hit record. So. All
1: right. But Anyways. you didn't actually say that. You just gave her the stare, like, I'm already
0: recording, mom. Shut and I up. wasn't paying attention. It
1: was kind of like a blank stare of why. Why did no, you but do But she this? had her eyes closed. So you're looking at her. She's not looking at you. See <laughs> like,
0: people what I deal with on a daily basis.
1: Well, Sounds like we're dealing with yeah, you. We're dealing what are with you you? About? you. you. You had the Come eyes closed. On. He's, all, he's recording. He's a training yeah. professional. And um, you start.
2: <laughs> okay. Anyways, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for my old parents, which are you guys. Wait.
0: You know what? I take offense to that.
1: I'm Why? Su- I'm probably supposed to take offense. I thought you weren't
2: allowed to get offended. I thought Gen X was like anti-being offended. Like I'm I not get offended. offended by well, I'm anything. trying
0: to be offended. I'm just I feel b- <laughs> like I need to be offended. <laughs>
2: You feel like you need to be offended. Yeah. Isn't
0: that what we're all about? I feel, like, is, yeah, I feel like feelings. you're
2: embracing this really awkward culture.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well
1: okay. is feelings, there, am I
0: being culturally correct?
1: My feelings culturally correct are the most feelings. important thing out there. That's the rule now. Feelings matter most. Do I, I care about feel the Feel
0: like being offended?
1: Yeah.
2: Does this podcast care about the rules? I'm pissed.
0: Me too. You sound like we're it. done. That's it. Right okay, here. Bye. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
2: wow, I was. I don't think we ended the intro music by the time we ended. No, just faded right in. All right, you I got guess, us anyways. here at yeah. the table. What do you want? Do you Why want? are we here? This is the sunburnt podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: whose fault was that?
1: Mr. I don't I, need sunscreen. I don't. <laughs> I, it just I thought
0: he was going to gonna put it back on me. Like, mom, isn't that your no.
1: job? <laughs> yeah, when he was
2: two and three. <laughs> no, it just—it it just kind of hurts to stay here because of my shirt.
1: Just so you guys Anyways. know, the kid went outside swimming for a long time with his buddies and came in like a fucking lobster, red as can be, and he's suffering the consequences.
2: It's even on my face. Like I can't—I can barely wear a hat <laughs> without my forehead hurting. <laughs>
1: Okay, anyways. All right, welcome to the Sunburn Podcast. Yeah, the Sunburnt Podcast. Okay.
2: Anyways, um er, first question.
0: Wait, wait, well, what what are we talking about? Like I said we're just...
2: I asked my old parents questions. You know, I can really try to keep it simple for
1: the older folks that listen to our podcast. Now I can hear you.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Um yeah, so we're not talking about the Statue of Liberty. No. No. Okay. Well we
2: might, we don't know. Okay.
0: Okay, let's go. I'm just, ready. Who, are we just round robining this? What are we doing?
2: <laughs> round robining it?
1: <laughs> I, we knew do what, I knew what you meant <laughs> Okay I'm sorry I can't do that. If she's gonna make me laugh I'm quitting I'm not going through this That's podcast That's what
0: happened uh, A couple nights ago Last night No kidding know.
1: That was so funny Yeah
0: Oh gosh
1: Go ahead What Kid? Okay. What are the rules
0: here Like just We're just gonna What well,
2: rule Have we ever had rules On this podcast Okay hey, then you're gonna get us just... Both
0: talking at the same time Then. Boop.
2: Yeah if you both talk <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was not a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit a button. I was just Jennings' dad being goofy. <sighs>
1: oh, my God. Um. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I can't breathe. My stomach hurts. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. okay, go. You Ask know what? your stupid questions. You you Hold guys. on you guys you shut not even
0: laughing. We're having a Hold great on. time, and he's just not oh. laughing.
2: He no, didn't. I'm trying to maintain my composure here as the interviewer. Now I
1: can hear you. There you go. <laughs>
0: an internal he's trying to be the grown up in the Wait, room
1: did he just say he was being like the adult trying to maintain his composure <laughs> yes
0: he's trying to be the adult in the room i'm design. trying when to that, when
1: did that I'm begin i'm trying I don't to know. maintain some decorum in the room <laughs> <What>? okay <laughs> i'm sorry When did that start you're using 12 dollar <laughs> words <laughs> i'm confused i know now uh, I'm okay broke. I i'm okay. taking okay. Uh, <sighs> Let's start over. Breathe. Take a breath. That's where we start. Oh, we're back to the beginning of the podcast. Take a breath. Do you ever wonder what? (laughs) Oh, he smiled. Oh my God, Uh, he is normal. I hope these are serious questions because I've laughed my ass all undone. Done.
0: Done. I'm saying you're crying. Okay, first
1: question. What's Uh, your best joke?
2: (laughs) No, uh, you. You are our best joke.
0: My mama is so fat. (laughs)
2: Yo mama is so fat. Okay, when we, she sits around, around the house, she sits around the house. house. Yo mama's
1: so stupid, she got hit by a parked car. <laughs> Your family is so poor. You're welcome, Matt. Just say, well.
0: well. <laughs> wow, this is a great oh beginning. Oh my God.
1: What is wrong with us?
0: Everybody, <laughs> and this it's something- only like... 1 in the afternoon. Yo, we should yo, not have started.
2: so stupid that when she's sick, she tries to schedule an appointment with Dr. Pepper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should not have started day drinking. That was the mistake. Day drinking. He's not
0: day drinking. No, he's
1: not. Oh, gosh. He's drunk by proxy. Oh, my By s- proxy? He's like secondhand hurts. drunk? Yeah. Is that what it is? Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, my gut hurts. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay,
1: should we just cut all that out? No, it's great. I hope nobody
0: crashed.
1: No kidding. No, it's the sunburnt yo mom podcast. Oh my
2: God.
0: Okay, so Uh. I'm here. You better not cut this stuff out.
1: (laughs) Gen X dad here reporting for duty. Got my serious face on now. Gen
0: X, mom's here.
2: Uh, oh. Editor, Gen X dad, please don't cut this out. I'm talking to you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's a future joke.
1: You get that? Yeah, so f- when I go to edit it, I'm going to oh, I just got a message from the future. <laughs> you got it from the past. Yeah, I got that. But uh, so now, now you're... It, uh, yeah, okay. Anyways, boom. Every... <laughs> <laughs> Say something. My God, you're I'm ruining trying. this. I'm trying, okay? He's ruining the podcast. We're
2: going we're gonna to need those test blockers. You know, they, they right. use... Like in schools, like elementary school? No, we're t- ready. We don't know what those that? are. Nope. They never had that? No, what they do is they give us like little cardboard, like three little cardboard that goes over the desk so you can't like peek at other. Oh desks,
1: my God, we know, called those desk. folders. We had folders so you wouldn't cheat. That's what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, test blockers. Yeah, wow, well, they named them I don't in know, your generation. I don't know what
2: <laughs> they were Somebody like. we made a fortune out of
0: folders. Them. Dude, we always just call them test blockers. I
1: like that they call them test blockers. They actually gave knew, them a name. It
0: was probably a Gen Xer that did it, too, you know?
2: That's <laughs> probably, that's just what we call them, you know? Teacher,
1: what are these cardboard things? Um, test fucking blocker. test blockers. There, go.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've been asked the first question. What, did, no. I've, was, I've
1: started
2: the first question like three times.
1: What is the first question?
2: I don't know. Are you going to interrupt me this time?
1: No, not nice. at all. Are you sure? I'm trying not to. <sighs>
2: Okay. Every kid at some point promises themselves they will not turn out like their parents. Did you guys turn out like your parents?
1: Uh, You know, I do remember that when I was a kid. I'd get mad and say, I'm never doing that to my kids. I'm never raising them that way. I just, I remember doing that. In fact, I remember your grandmother telling me. She goes, you know, I did the same thing when I was your age. I said I'd never turn out like grandma, and I did. I turned out like my mother, and I remember going, you're nothing like grandma. She's nice. (laughs) I know.
0: I know. (laughs) She's sweet. I think we've all said that at one time or another. I'm sure every kid says it.
1: But the question was, did we turn out like our parents? Yeah.
0: Well, gosh. I. You know, I was brought up with older parents. Yeah. Um, Relatable. So, yeah, uh, they weren't boomers. They were more the silent generation, correct? So, there there was more, less talking and sharing than, I don't know. I find myself, (laughs) it's funny, I find myself doing things around the house or in the yard and I can hear thoughts of my dad, for example, I, he used to make me go out on the lawn and do all the yellow spots on the lawn all over with water. Take the hose and right. go do that. And I used to just go out there and go, what, what why am I doing this? This is dumb. Shouldn't, I, what is this going to do? And then I find myself now at 54 years old going out on the lawn and doing yellow spots and he can hear my dad in my head going, well see,
1: it all comes around. I promised myself I would not be as strict and cold with an uncaring stare at my children to try when I when they got in trouble to try to get them to behave, to try to get them back in line. My mother did that a lot. She was very, when when you were in trouble, it was a very cold, distant, uncaring, like I can't believe you're part of this family look. She didn't say that. When come out and say those things, but I promised I'd never do that because it was so effective at at making you stop dead in your tracks and re, like all of a sudden you didn't know who you were. Like, oh my God, do I even belong in this family? And <laughs> you know, I'm five years old and just like got this death stare. And then I turn out that I do the same thing. Yes, you do the exact same thing. The thing I, that I hated as a child, I didn't like it. It didn't it didn't accomplish what she wanted it to because it really made me feel awful as a child and I knew I promised myself I will never do that to my kids. It is a horrible way to go through your childhood and then I find myself doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. knowing no know, I've already lived through it I know yeah, it's you wrong. know how
0: it affects yeah everybody. I know it's bad
1: I know it's wrong it's not a good idea it was horrible when she did it and now I'm doing it too
0: I had parents that didn't yell I mean they never there was more of a silent treatment <laughs> silent generation kind of funny thing like I said in a previous podcast if my dad got angry at me it was more like he got quiet and then you knew, like,
1: you know, the joke. The o-
0: silent treatment. The
1: joke always is with Gen X is, like, you know you're in trouble when your parents or your grandma calls you by your middle name, when they oh. say all three yes. names. You know, if, you're, if your name was Mark Anthony Miller, if you heard your grandma go, Mark Anthony Miller, you get in here. You're like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, you, you know, knew if,
1: it. If you used all three names, you knew you were in trouble. I,
0: I think I knew, I don't know about my brother and sister, what it was like growing up, but I remember... um my mom I could push her buttons pretty far. Like pretty, pretty far. And we'd we would go round and round and round. But man, when she threw in the wait till your dad gets home man, that was the worst. That was like the Supreme Court coming down and I was going nowhere. I've
2: seen I've seen situations like that. I feel bad for the dad sometimes. Like if you if the mom gets mad at you and then wait till your dad gets (laughs) dad walks in the door what am I mad about?
1: <laughs> that's exactly. That's grandpa. That's grandpa. Your grandpa. Was but like the thing that.
0: was, is that if we, it, and the reason being is that if you, if the kids pushed mom to the point of no return, that dad had to step in. Then dad knew there was something wrong. But like, grandpa. Was, but
1: my dad would come home from work, and he's like tired. He's working yes. for twelve hours, and he comes in. and He's like, "What? Why am I mad?" I got to go spank him. I remember my dad came out front, picked me up, hoisted me over his shoulder, walked through the gate, down the side of the house, into the kitchen, into my room, gave me like one, two, two or three words. Like, I got to do this. You know? (laughs) And then he spanked me. <laughs> and then he got up and went into the living room and had a beer and watched TV. Just like, I was like, like Gen Z kid would just said, you feel sorry for the dad? Because he's like, why, why am I just...
0: Dis- he had to take out punishment. I got to
1: get angry to spank a kid. I'm not angry. I had a great day. I'm just coming home. Why? Um, What's the matter? Um,
0: My mom always wielded this. a fly swatter. <laughs> Those things hurt. <laughs> There's On a the lot of, you lake. guys are
2: saying a lot of the negative things that came... you say you do for your parents Uh, what are the good what are the good things that you do that you that your uh, parents did to you
1: i like going all out for holidays my my mother your grandmother was very big on over decorating over emphasizing she loved holidays it didn't matter if it was valentine's day or christmas she really made it a point to make it a huge memory a scrapbook memory every every time and I found that I like doing that. I like participating in going overboard on holidays for the kids, just to make it memorable. So it was a good thing I took from it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my parents always well, especially my dad. I think I when I was younger, I hung out with my dad a lot more than my mom because she was working. But um, and well, my dad was too, but he was just around more after school. And he, no matter how stupid stories that I'd come up with or just tell him about my day, he always would listen. And that's something that I've tried to do with all the kids is just listen to stories. I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys have things to say and you want to share them. And I I realize it's so easy to go, not now, not now. But to you, it's important. And Mm -hmm. um I try to do that, and my dad you're spent. Very, yeah. very, you're very he's good very at doing patient. that. If
1: you're saying you got that from your dad, good because you're very good at that. Thank you've you. always been attentive with all of our kids. So there's a couple. Take things. Take notes, Gen X. Dad. Take
2: notes. <laughs> I don't give a shit
1: what you say. You know what I tell you when you start telling me some stupid story? I go, get to the point, or go tell your mother. I'm not interested.
2: <laughs> and then I get to the point because Gen X mom doesn't want to hear about it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if Gen Z can remembers counseling time oh, with what? the girls, especially. See, he doesn't daughters. remember. They'd come. I remember
1: with.
2: Um, one of them you'd still do it
1: yeah even when she just was living here as an adult yeah yeah we we
0: used to call it counseling time so I knew when the kids were getting out of school your mother
1: when the kids were older not when they were little with backpacks and lunches and snacks but when little older you know high school your mother would sit at the ready. She'd go to the bathroom. She'd get the temperature <laughs> in the house just right. Yep. She'd get in her chair, <laughs> right in the living room with a glass of wine. They knew and where to find me. Wait. And they would all come hoarding through the door, dropping coats and backpacks and shoes. Mom, mom, guess what happened? You're not going to believe it so... And for an hour to an hour and a half, <laughs> there was counseling time with mom.
0: Yes. Come sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: next question. Are yeah. you guys ready? Yes. We're ready. Wait, are, you, are you sure? I look ready. Yeah, like a little
1: little thing. I feel ready.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, tell me your greatest Christmas gifts as a kid.
0: Gifts? More than one? Mine would have been when the Atari came out. Because that's like the greatest story with my dad, that one. My dad always used to get a family gift. Right. And when it was the year, what was that, 78, 77? Yeah, about there. Um. After Christmas, I found out the story, but my dad was always the late one that went Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve day. (laughs) He just, he'd get out of work. That's where I
2: got that from. He would get
0: out of work early and then go, okay, it's time to go Christmas shopping. I'm like, hey, gotta be kidding. And he did it for years. We used to do it and then when I was old enough to go shopping with him, he would take me along, which mm-hmm. was fine. But anyways, I just remember seventy-seven, seventy-eight. that's when Atari was coming out. The story was is that he went all the way from, from the San Fernando Valley to West Hollywood. It was probably what, 30 minutes or so? I don't know, at the time. He got off work and went all the way into West Hollywood to go get an Atari so I could open it on Christmas Day. Wow,
1: he really loved you. Yeah. Wow. Well, um... You got a
2: bottle of air for Christmas and you're I, so excited?
1: No, I think that the thing that was the best for me was getting something... There's two. There was always two things. The one that you really wanted, you know, I want this, I want this so bad, I want this, and you, you, you get it, then you've received the gift that you've been begging for the whole time. You almost don't, don't care about your other presents. However... My mother was extremely good at getting a present that was really cool and popular that I didn't know was out there.
0: Hmm. Like one
1: year, I wanted the Tyco electric racing track, little yeah. you know, the little two cars right. side by side. You snap all the tracks together and you press the button and they zzz, 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 around the track. Ah, I loved those. And I wanted the glow-in-the-dark one. I had to have the glow-in-the-dark cars, <laughs> glow-in-the-dark rails. That was a big thing. So, "Mom, Mom, if you're gonna get it, it's gonna be glow-in-the-dark one. Glow-in-the-dark." And um,
0: So much pressure on parents.
1: <laughs> and I got go it. Go find it. Yeah, well, and, and she did. And uh, she probably sent my dad, go to every toy store until you find it. Don't come home until you do. Exactly. <laughs> He's over at the Moongate Bar. goes, I got one, but I'm stopped off for a beer. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's been a rough day. <laughs> but the other one was that she would find stuff that would stick in my memory. And I know this is going to be stupid and dumb, but um, in fifth grade, in Mrs. Rowley's class... <laughs> Which we were
0: there together. We were
1: there together. You were sitting a few desks away from me.
0: Oh, gosh. My
1: mother had found, and I don't know where she found it, um, customized um, school supplies. There was a tray, like a half a size of a shoebox, with it was red plastic and it had a gold emblem with my name on it. When I opened it up, there was pens and pencils oh, with my name on I it. I remember that. There was an eraser with my name on it.
0: Well, your name is common,
1: but. This was something that she had to find at some store that that had that was for me and for school, and it was such a cool thing. I remember I liked that gift almost as much as I liked anything else I'd gotten at all during Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's cool because it's personalized because yeah. she went out of her way to find. But
1: it was things like that that she did. It was just the weirdest thing that she would come up. My mother would come up with gifts that I had no idea I would even want or enjoy, and then I'd open it and go holy shit, this is the coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah, and I try to do that now. I mean, I did time. with the kids growing up too, try to find something that they would rock mm-hmm. their socks when yeah, they weren't
1: it, expecting it or something. It's tough to do, but my it my is. mother was very good at that. Well, kind I, of have,
2: thing. I have a little Christmas toy story. Um, this is mostly about Gen X dad. It's not about an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. No, this was Christmas time. I was expecting a <laughs> gift. And I remember I was maybe 10. My oldest brother was downstairs at midnight like playing madden or something i couldn't sleep i was so excited i couldn't sleep i woke up at like 1 a.m i walked downstairs i saw him i was like oh hey this is, he's so cool he's he's supposed to be out like oh he could be out here so i sat down next to him just watched him play madden You're talking about your brother yeah yeah okay. and watched him play madden for like 20 minutes i don't even think i said a word i just watched him and one of the family rules is on christmas eve like right before christmas day there is a curfew, like you do not yeah. leave your room. No, but I th- saw him down there, so I was like, "Oh, this, this is cool." But he's like 17, 18, or something like that. Yeah. So he knows that Santa Claus isn't real. He's like, whoa whoa whoa, 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 wait a whoa, second, hold on there, buddy. Well, he doesn't believe. Sorry, uh, he
1: doesn't. Oh, X okay. talks official <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, about on that a one guys. second. Okay, so he's down there breaking well, there the rules. Goes Cole yeah, in just a is stocking some this year. 40 year old <laughs> trucker going, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what
0: are you talking right about? Right to the pylon <laughs>
1: <laughs> Life's
0: over.
2: He's got to use the runaway truck ramp.
1: Okay, so go okay. on. You're downstairs yeah, where so you're downstairs, not supposed I to be. Want.
2: Yeah, where I'm not supposed to be at watching play Madden for 20 minutes. Walk back upstairs, go right back to bed. Like nothing ever happened. I wake up the next morning. We're all opening gifts as a family, and Jenny's dad goes, Somebody was outside their room past midnight and me this happens to me still s- this day. If I wake up at like an ungodly hour, do something for like ten minutes and go back to bed, I do not remember it happened. There was one time I had a full-on conversation with Gen X mom at like 2 30 after taking out the dogs. No idea what we said. No. Nope. Okay, so and so I was like I was sitting there like I wonder who walked out of their room.
1: So you didn't know it was you? No, I didn't know it was
2: me. Because my oldest brother probably told you, like, wondering, like. Yeah, what was was... the kid doing out? Yeah. And then he points at me, and I was like, what? What are you you talking about? I didn't walk out of my room, and I was like, 10. I was like, no.
1: Did I take a gift away?
2: Yes. You took a gift away. You pinned it on the wall above the (laughs) fridge and said, you're not going to open this until next Christmas. To be
1: fair, I would do that. If I caught a kid (sighs) sneaking to a gift or I caught a kid uh, outside of his room Christmas Eve sneaking around trying to see Santa, the next morning (laughs) I would take one of their presents. Still wrapped. It was still wrapped. Yeah. And I would pin it to the wall up high near the ceiling with like thumbtacks mm-hmm. or a nail. And they couldn't reach it, couldn't get to it. And they had to sit there and stare at it. Hence I, the
0: first question that said, you know, what'd you do yeah. that <laughs> you did with your mom or dad? There you go.
2: That is something I'd probably do with my kids though. I bet Gen XA got a lot of fun out of
1: that one. I, that happened to you and one of your brothers, the one who's uh, up in Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. That happened to him one time and I pinned something up Baseball
0: card or something and he
1: knew he wanted it he just stared and he stared he fumed all christmas day and the day after mom please can i just have it and you're like no dad said no i was so mad for like a month (laughs) i was just staring at this sucks because you didn't get it i left it up there Yeah,
2: because i didn't get it It wasn't even unwrapped i didn't even know what it was right and i was like dude i don't even i want this i want it so bad i don't even know what it is and all my other gifts that year really cool yeah, Really liked all my gifts.
1: But the best one was the one you didn't know.
2: Yeah, I was like, I got it. It's the mystery that kills me. Till this day, the mystery would still kill me. Well, like that. listening
1: audience, you can vote if that's good parenting or bad.
2: So I had, it was a Captain America Disney Infinity figure. Yeah. So when I got it next Christmas, I was like,
1: wow, this is great. He looks up at me he's like, I waited all year for this. So it's, I don't even play this game anymore. It is
2: still in the box, in the game room. <laughs> <laughs> I have not opened it.
0: <laughs> that's kind of cool.
2: So I'm probably that's just going to really keep cool. it well, as a memory. it's a good story. Yeah. All right. You should
0: save okay. it for your child someday. I waited
1: a whole year for this. You know, people are taking notes on this, going things not to do as a parent. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I'd okay.
1: say that's a good parenting decision. You know how I was anticipated for Christmas that right. year. Well, you know what? If it keeps you in your room, mm-hmm. then it was a lesson well learned. Right. Um, okay,
2: yes or no question. Did you guys travel as kids? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's no, <laughs> no, no, no. There's a follow-up question. There's a follow-up question. Uh-oh. I just need to know if you traveled. If you didn't travel, then I'm skipping over the next one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we
2: traveled. Gen X dads like, yes, I traveled to Juvie multiple times. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs>
0: <Jeez>. With escorts. <laughs> well, and they, not the kind that he they, likes.
1: They wanted to make sure I got there safely, you know. Well, okay, yeah. they, I had to
0: clarify they what type me, of escort. They brought me what?
1: jewelry and bracelets on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Those could be in style, Then you never know. Oh, they're always in style.
1: Yeah. What was your
2: favorite family vacation you ever went on? Well.
1: Uh,
0: okay, we, I got one.
1: We went on a lot. Yeah, go Yeah, ahead. so
0: did I. We, at that time, we traveled all over the United States. But one that stands out is driving up the coast, uh, the west coast all the way to... Uh, British Columbia.
1: Can you, can I know what year, what car you were in, stuff like that? <laughs> wow.
0: Uh,
1: I was in a I was probably in Probably
0: junior high, 80, 81? Or is that too 80, early 80s? Okay. Um, LTD, a Ford LTD in the back. Um, it was really beautiful. We drove all the way up to British Columbia, then took the ferry over to Victoria Island, which... Looking back, hindsight, I probably should have took that in a little bit more. But my mom really wanted to go to high tea at the uh, beautiful hotel there. I can't yeah, remember it, but I do there a remember. Wasn't called
1: Bouchoir Gardens or something? On yeah, the it way. was a Bouchoir. sunken garden. Yeah. It was
0: beautiful. That I do remember. So that was really neat. And then we came down the coast again and went to the Tillamook Cheese Factory yeah. and mm-hmm. came down the coast and went into San Francisco. It was beautiful. It was a nice trip. It was just long enough.
1: How long were you gone?
0: I think we were gone for like two two or three weeks. Wow. The other one would be when we drove from California all along the bottom of the United States all the way to Key West, Florida through uh, through the Keys. Wow. Jeez. That was it. And hit Disney World, as a matter of fact. Uh, my mom and dad wanted to go, keep going. They wanted to go to... Was that the to, trip
1: where you wanted to come home? Oh,
0: yeah. I was done because we were gone now like almost three weeks. We were on the co- East Coast at three weeks. Yeah. We went to K- uh, Kennedy Center... We did a lot, and then they wanted to keep going into Washington D.C. And I'm like, I just want to go home.
1: I was like, Well, it's long for um, being a, for a kid, being on the road that long. Well, that's why I'm park. telling Gen that's Z a... kid,
0: I get it. Having I didn't have siblings with me; it was right. just my parents mm-hmm. and I. So I was like, I this is not the way I want to spend my <laughs> summer. Gen X dad,
1: we I couldn't I I will not sit here and recite every place we stopped along every oh, path. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was, However, I, was, uh, I will tell you that from the time I was two years old, my grandparents used to take me every one weekend a month and sometimes twice camping with a group um, called the Valley Vagabonds. And they were a bunch of retired people with motorhomes and they would plan trips. And we went, I've I've probably been to every, almost every state park in California. I'll bet I've been to every one of them, deserts, beaches, every single one. They took me everywhere all the way up until I was like 15 years old. Every time they wanted to go, I was there. We took big trips as a family to the Grand Canyon, uh, Prescott, Arizona all the time, um, went across the country twice. So I I benefited huge from my grandparents and some my parents, but your grandfather, my dad, mm. didn't like to travel. He didn't want to go. He'd go when grandma made him go, get in the camper and pack it <laughs> oh. up, make sure there's, change the oil in the truck, let's go. Then he was like, all right, we'll go. And he was fine, but he would never have planned anything like that. He never initiated. Own. Not a chance. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sounds not familiar. A, not a chance at sounds all. Sounds familiar. I've, I'm a good traveler. What are you talking about? I love traveling with you.
0: Yes, you do once we get going. Oh,
1: for God's sakes. Anyway.
2: Uh, every time, right before we go to a travel, he's like, I'm behind on all this stuff. I don't think we can go. <laughs> yep, exactly. Because I was working. He finds not to every go. reason not to go until he goes anyway.
0: Yeah. And even though it's even still going to be there when he comes back. Even but, the bowling
2: know. trip. The bowling trip we just took. The night before, he said, <laughs> we're not going. And I was like, we're going to go. I was like, That's we're right. totally going. That's right. There's no way he set this whole thing up just to miss out oh, on trust potentially me. seeing James Worthy his Lord and Savior. Oh,
0: trust, oh. <laughs> trust me. Why do he you has always
2: canceled trips. I call
1: James Worthy oh my, my goodness, Lord, Lord and started. Savior. Actually,
2: yes, I will get started. So every time... Gen X Dad, we do this like every Hold four on, months. Because I don't think
1: they heard me. Oh. why do you? Because you started talking over me. Sorry. Why? Why do you? Why do you say that about James Ward? That I think he's my Lord and Savior. Every time, so every like three months or so,
2: Gen X Dad and I run into the question between each other, or I send him a TikTok or something, of who's your Lakers all-time starting five? Yeah. Now me, it's probably Magic, it's Kobe, maybe. I guess you could throw
1: LeBron in there. No, you couldn't. We'll you move could, on.
2: but yeah. Anyways, I always have like a stacked team, you know. Then he always picks James Worthy at small forward, no matter what. <laughs> I'm not saying James Worthy's not a Worthy. great player. Yeah, <laughs> But Gen X Dead will pick James Worthy over somebody like Kobe Bryant?
1: No, that's not, that's not he, entirely true. Listen, okay, well, I don't want to run through the top five if right I know, don't. But what I'm telling you is if you... If you leave, if you're having a basketball conversation mm-hmm. about the greatest basketball players of all time, especially the greatest Lakers team you're going to assemble, and you leave yeah. out James Worthy's name, change your last name. You are no longer my son. But like,
2: here's the thing: it's not about a top five greatest. It's about having a team with chemistry that there would work you go. well together. There
1: you go. That's that is exactly what makes those teams work. Was James Worthy? That's exactly (laughs) what I'm saying.
2: He will will literally say anything to make James Worthy on the
1: team. Next question. There's already a black Jesus and it's not James Worthy. But he's he's second. Next question. He's his twin brother. Next question. Okay, go. (laughs) (sighs) James Uh, Worthy rocks.
0: Next question.
2: (laughs) What was better about the school environment back in the day than now? Now, real fast. I don't think this is a fair question for you guys yeah, because you don't know entirely what the school environment is nowadays because you aren't in high school anymore, right?
1: Well, but we've raised a bunch of kids and been very in tune, especially your mother.
2: Mm -hmm. I understand that. I just feel like it's not a fair question for you guys, but you can answer.
0: Well, I and I will sympathize Mm -hmm. with that because I went to a small private school, kindergarten through 12th grade, so I have no concept of what a public school situation is. A high school, I really don't. I right. don't know what's that's like to walk halls like that and, and the different feelings that go with it. Because where I went to school, I grew up with 30 of these kids from kindergarten through 12th grade, and my graduating class was 117. So my situation, I, I have no concept of what a... Public schools like in you know, high school. I was
1: the first thing that came to mind wasn't really the like the living conditions, the day to day conditions. I wasn't I wasn't really thinking that. I the first thing that came to mind when you asked that was, I guess one thing that I noticed that's changed, and this is generational. Okay, mm-hmm. it used to be if your kid got in trouble, and the parents were called to the school, to the office with the child, the parents would come in the office, the principal's office, and go. What did my kid do? How did he screw up? And what can I do to correct my idiot kid? You know, you want to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, these uh, millennial parents get called into school and they walk into the principal and go, what are you doing to my child? How have you screwed this up? And you better fix this before I get an attorney.
0: Yeah, they They
1: come in, these fucked up millennial parents come in and say... You know, it's not my child, it's you. It's the not my child, yeah. it's mm-hmm. the teacher. It's not my child, it's the other kids. Now when we were growing up, it was not like that at all. No. You you my parents would come in assuming it was me until they heard the story and then then they would judge fairly. But parents today come in accusing the school and the teacher.
0: Yeah, I have another one. I now that you went that direction, I think school spirit I think I think school's back even going back all the way to the 50s, you know, football games, and that was a big deal. And school pride and school spirit. I don't see it in the kids. Like, I just don't see the... Camaraderie, the support, no. the love for your school—it's—it's it's almost the kids nowadays are like, get me out of here as fast as possible. And I'm sure there's kids and, and people our age that wanted out of school very quickly.
1: No, but I think you're—I think overall there is not a. There's not a drive to have pride in your school as there was there once was. Yeah. There's there's not as many big rivalries anymore like football and basketball. There just there's some, but it just you're right. It, it just seems seem like to... sports
0: is just not that important. I I, I mean, it...
1: well, I think you're right. Oh, it's hard to put a it's hard to put a <sighs> pin in that one, but I agree with you. I do. Next question, Bubba Gump.
2: Okay, uh, who was your first crush in real life? And no, Dad, I'm not talking about the lady on the album cover. When you oh. were five. <laughs> Talk about in real life.
1: Um, this was funny because if we go back to school, um mom, mom and I were in the same grade, not the same class in fourth grade, but my first crush in school was Denise Haas and Sharon Garver. I just,
0: I'm rolling my eyes right now. Yes, just so I, you I can tell know. you. Why
1: are you rolling your eyes? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You weren't my crush in fourth grade. That's okay. Okay, would you have kissed me in fourth grade?
0: Hell no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, they did.
0: Well, congratulations. So that was wow. my first crush. <laughs> Good yeah.
1: job. i just to say,
0: like, congratulations. Yeah. You
1: won a medal. Fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'll even tell you the story, because we were going out to PE, Mrs. McBurney's class in fourth grade at Village Christian, mm-hmm. and we had this plan, and all the kids ran out of the classroom To uh, go out to PE to do your thing. And the teacher just dawdled her way out there, too. And there was five of us that stayed in the class. Mm -hmm. It was Jeff Trainer. It was me. Denise Haas and Sharon Garvey, and I can't remember who the other girl was. Oh,
0: you have witnesses. Yeah.
1: Well, we were all going to kiss. Not Jeff and I, but the girls. I was
0: like, really? That explains a lot.
1: No, and then I I remember sitting there going, well, who's going first? And no one wanted to go first. It was just a quick... You know, little peck, but it was a kiss. Just because, and, uh, you know. Just, you just I just can't remember who the third girl was. I'll have to call Jeff and ask him.
2: Man, I'm pretty bored. You guys just want to kiss or what? Like, <laughs> I know, exactly.
1: so we set that up. Everybody's too nervous, and I, 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 I want to say that I think I think I kissed Sharon Garver first, and then everybody kissed, and we all ran outside, and that was it. But see, you wouldn't have done that. No. Well, then you missed out on. I just had like big daddy
0: secret crushes on boys, like.
1: Did you have a crush on me in fourth grade? No. Fifth grade?
0: <laughs> Why not? No. <laughs> he was in such a troublemaker. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. So. Not that now. I think it's always I think been anything, Dr. Victorine. I dreamy. think
2: anything before like eighth grade ish is doesn't really count. It's stupid because no one really. No, you don't
1: know. Like, yeah, You're just like, experimenting
0: and. Exactly. In- figuring he out wasn't what it is experimenting i was, was
1: experimenting on denise yeah. sauce <laughs> you're, just trying, you're,
0: you're struggling with these weird yeah. feelings that's like i
2: don't know him and yeah. jeff trainer
1: were probably like hey i got a real good plan watch this <laughs> that's exactly what we did
0: <laughs> yeah i mean when you're in elementary school these feelings and things mm. and puberty's creeping up on you and you're going mm-hmm. what so you're to answer like, his question i did and you guys were talking what who I said, it's probably Dr. McDreamy. It goes back far. In fourth Jesus. grade. Yeah, it goes back far. You four. cannot
1: be serious.
0: Yeah, it goes back far. Dr. Sorry, McDreamy
1: Dr. all the way back then? Oh, for Was, he, was he still the star quarterback? No, he no. was not. I was the quarterback in fifth and sixth grade football.
0: It goes back far. You guys have no idea.
1: <laughs> okay. But it
0: was elementary school.
1: All right, moving on. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, next question. Yeah.
2: Um... Tell me about your guys' siblings.
1: I can't. I'm still hung up on the Dr. McDreamy fourth grade thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the past. No shit. Everything's in the past. Of course hey, it's in the past. Who finished first? You know, and ooh, everybody ooh. else
0: is probably just rolling their eyes like, oh, oh my right. god, she's Here so go. hung
1: up on him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, it's, we're all feeling it, yeah. Well,
0: you keep bringing it
1: up, <laughs> so whatever. How would I know I was bringing him up? I thought I was bringing up a whole new person. Oh. No. Alright, so uh tell us about your siblings. Uh X mom, you can go first. Um wait, I just gotta say, when you asked that question, tell us about your siblings. Mm-hmm. I pictured I pictured Jenek's mom going on for like an hour about her brother and then going, Oh, and my sister's named after my mother.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> dad. Yeah. Next uh,
2: <laughs> and then after that she's like, Oh, and I forgot to tell you this about my brother. Yeah, but, I I feel feel like, like, <laughs>
0: but I feel like I've already done this in my little podcast thing, so I'll make it short. Um, just that my brother is 14 years older than me, and my sister's 12. Um, my brother and I have very similar s- sense of humor, and we just recently learned that we are very similar on a lot of things in our thinking. Um, my sister and I are like sandpaper.
1: You guys are opposites completely.
0: Yeah, we yeah. We get along, but for short amounts of time.
1: <laughs> well, people who so. know you, who people who really get to know you and they go, Oh my gosh, you have a sister? What's she like? I always go, just look at her and think the opposite.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we butt heads on a lot of different things, but Maybe that's why. I, I always told my mom that if we were living under the same roof, I would have killed her. So it would, it would, my mom would not have lasted with the two of us. We I thought the have funny joke
1: them. between you and your brother sometimes you guys would argue about things. You go, Is our sister adopted? She has to be. <laughs> yeah, She's we not. We talk like,
0: about that all the time.
1: <laughs> She's not like us. Yeah. We talk
0: about that. So, um,. I only had my brother and sister at home with me till I my brother got married when I was 10 and my sister got married when I was 12. So by the time I was a teenager, I was but an only kid. But what was your
1: relationship like with them?
0: Um, it was good. I, I spent a lot of time with my brother and sister. Um, my brother used to use me, I think I said this before, as a chick magnet. Um, my sister worked a lot, but I mean, she would babysit. So there wasn't much like... I I don't know. I don't have that many memories with them because they started getting really just busy with life. Well, I'll
1: tell you one thing. I like. I know uh, your mother. Your mother passed away in April, and you and your brother obviously you got closer during that time. You guys spent a lot of time together. But I think one of the benefits that came out of your relationship that I'm really I'm really proud of the two of you. I I am upholding this in the highest regard. You guys speak weekly. You guys talk every week in a video call and you guys make sure that you don't miss it. You make sure that you speak for a long time and almost like anything that's going on, you don't care how small and mundane it is, you guys talk about it. His day, your day, his week, your week, how it went, I'm yeah. I'm very pleased at how much time you guys are spending doing that. The
0: three of us, that's including my sister-in-law. I have to include my sister-in-law kind of in siblings also because yeah. um, think about it. She came into my life when I was eight years old. Right. And so I would technically call her a sister. Well, She's been a part of my life for so many years. And I
1: didn't mean to discount her. She's in those phone calls too. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to say. Yeah. So
0: when we spent the two weeks caring for the last days of my mom, we pretty much made a pact that we would keep in touch with each other. We we're trying to do it every week, but we don't go much farther than every yeah. two weeks. So, no, yes, it's really nice. No, you do it
1: often. I don't think you've missed but one or two. It's, yeah. You're very good about that. And
0: my brother lives in Nevada. I'm in California and my brother's in Nevada, so there is some distance between us. But, yes, we have... Um, well, We've become very close.
1: The camaraderie and the dedication—I'm very thankful for. Think, think about how many people, how many people listening to this podcast right now have a brother or sister that they used to be close to growing up, maybe closer than you were because your yeah. your brother and sister were older, right? And they don't talk to them and they don't see him, but maybe on Thanksgiving or Christmas, I will tell you you're missing out on something. I will because I'm watching it happen right in front of me. Um, and it, it's, it's really amazing. Something you don't want to wait too long. If you're missing talking to a brother or sister, which is where I was going with this. If you're, if you're missing that, just don't wait too long. Don't wait till you have enough time. Don't wait till your kids are grown because what I'm watching with Jenix mom, with her brother, I would wish for all of you. I promise you it's worth the effort. It is worth the <laughs> it effort. It is
0: worth the effort. It's amazing. Then you start realizing that you're very similar in a lot of ways. Very cool. So, hey, Jenix Dad, your turn.
2: I, I like, like how she said she was going to keep it short.
1: Yeah, I, I, which as soon as she said that, I took in a breath, I was going to go, yeah, was, sure you are. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, okay.
0: okay. Anyway, I really, I wonder what the long version of you is right now. What's that? I said, I really hate both of you right now.
2: You know, you've got to quit over talking people. I started talking and then she started. It's, like, uh, every I time, hate time. both every time of you. Right not every someone, time I'm just they, saying okay, this, all
1: here time, we those go other times, stop doing it. Here they
0: go. Are you done? I don't know. Jenix Dad. All right.
1: I have two younger brothers. My younger brothers are nine and 10 years younger than me. Um, one, they both live back in Oregon now, and um, I'm, I'm close to both of them. I'm kind of close to my the, the older of the two. Um, I, I feel bad. I was one of those older brothers that he worshiped me when he was two, three, four, five years old. He He thought I was everything, and I was too dumb to realize, you know, what that meant what I meant to him. I didn't know. I'm not saying I treated him badly, um, but I just ignored him. I was like, you know, he's just a kid just getting in my way. Always wants to hang out, don't want him to hang Take out. Take
0: your toys, bug yeah, you. Yeah, just
1: like I want to go play baseball with my friends and my mom would say, "Well, let him come sit with you." No. Yeah. And um I'm not saying that's not typical. It is typical. Yeah. But I I would change it now if I could go back and fix it. I would I would change the maturity factor a ton, because um, I do love my brother, but we just ended up not being as close. There was there was times when uh, even when I moved up to Oregon, I had stints in Oregon when I was moving around. He was right there, first one at my door every time. That's even cool. Even when he was in high school. Now my littlest brother is <laughs> he's an enigma. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. Um, he's a he's a well. They're both ranked uh, poker players um, on the circuit. I don't think they played much in the last year or two, but they were. Ranked poker players, and, um, my one brother, he lived a whole summer, I think it was, in the Bellagio, free, and he was doing so well in poker, he was just, he had a ton of money in the bank, and he was playing with all the big players that you see on the World Series of Poker, uh, he never won a bracelet, and, um, it's funny that my brother, he kind of had a thing of, he, he had a very straight face about things. And I don't do manual labor. <laughs> he just like, well, why don't you help yeah, I don't do He's I a don't man do of that. very
0: few words. Yeah, he
1: goes, I don't do, I don't do manual yeah. labor. And now he's making his living doing manual labor like 10 and 12 hours a day, and he's really good at it. He's doing all sorts of brilliant I love your carpet. brothers. I, 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 they love me too. They're good guys. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, but they, uh, my, my brothers and I have just been distant because we were older. I was older. Yeah. I was so much older than them and then, you know, I was already out of the house when they were coming up in their years and when I would come back, we'd try to reconnect. And it's just it's a little bit more difficult, which is one of the reasons I'm partially envious of the relationship with you and your brothers because I don't have that with mine. But um they're good guys. Um uh, my one brother, the older one of the two, got married and um that's it as far as it went. And now you know what I know.
0: Wow. <laughs> Well, there's our siblings. Are you good at poker?
1: What? Are you good at poker? No, I'm horrible at poker. I know how to play, but I'm not good at it. I'd, I'd lose all my money. I would never play poker for money. So they love playing poker with you. Love playing poker with me. They're,
0: that family is so competitive. Way competitive.
1: Yeah, they'll scream and yell and throw the card, tip over the card table. That's how. Competitive it was they
0: are. the first time I played. Something, I don't know, it could be a board game, it could be a card game. Doesn't it's matter. like, it gets down and dirty. Mm. We, you know, if you're playing
1: dominoes in our house, it's full contact dominoes. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's major. You got to come no, I in remember, full combat gear when I you go there.
1: I
2: I went, last time we were up there, I went down to uh your, my great grandma, your right. grandma's place, because she has a basketball hoop and a basketball. Right. I was just playing and your, the, your youngest brother yeah. walked out and we just started shooting around and it got competitive really fast yeah. yes. uh, out of nowhere. I was <laughs> like, what the heck
1: is going on? You could be four years old and he would knock you down and go, get yeah. up. Let's go. Ball yeah. in. That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah, out of nowhere. I won because he's old.
1: But
0: like, <laughs> oh. it's like, you better hope he doesn't hear, hear this. You better hope he
1: doesn't hear this. He'll drive down here and whoop your ass at basketball. So what? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> yes, he would. If we won v <laughs> one again, I would win. No. Well,
0: he's maybe that big. will yeah. come to fruition someday. <laughs>
2: no, no, no. Not the older of the younger brothers he would beat me he's he's a tank guys well the he's youngest. like six five by the way he's like in a he's built like a, like a brick, brick shit, shit house, house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right next question okay
2: um please don't spend a whole lot of time with this jenny's <clears throat> dead um oh, good. Cause this that wasn't guy, me because this guy, I swear, he will go into all the intricacies of all this to figure out his exact listing. Because I want you to list your top five bands of when you were 14. Now, Gen X dad in his head right now, he's going, okay, I was
1: 14. Okay, so bands. I was
2: 14 and, and in 80, 81, Fun, and then was I was like doing. I was eighth grade, I guess.
1: And okay. I was in eighth grade. And then... Journey. Journey, uh, Van Halen, Duran uh, Duran, um, The Go-Go's, and...
0: Uh, I'm right there with you with those a, four.
1: I don't know. I was just—that was when I was just starting to get into rush air supply. I, no, <laughs> I would never admit that. So stop. <laughs> he, <laughs> so you—he so, listens to yeah, air supply. But he he wouldn't so admit know. it. That's what he said. He wouldn't admit it. I just said I would never admit it.
0: Ario <laughs> uh, speedwagon.
1: Ario speed. There's my five.
0: There okay. you go. That's not. You can't take my five.
1: Oh, what? I'm sorry. Was Ario speedwagon your band? <laughs> no, I'm the one exclusive that said it. to you.
0: Okay. Whatever.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, thank you, guys. thank you, Genx Dad, for not listing the statistics of how many concerts they had, how close <laughs> they were, how many hit songs they had. You know, I think they had number one for like five months, so definitely up there in my top five. So, thank you.
1: What's the next question?
2: <laughs> um, what was your first experience with a family member's death, and how old were you?
0: Six. My grandfather passed away.
1: Ten. My grandmother, my great grandmother, did. I think I was four when. Uh,
2: your your dad. Who's you? Dad. Uh, Jennings, mom. Sorry. Yes. I feel like they're here with us. The my, listeners.
1: my grandma Peters died and I knew her pretty well. She babysat me a lot. I think she was, I want to say it was 10. Um, and I remember not thinking much about it. I went and saw her in the casket and, you know, the procession and that was it. And then um, that night of the night after, I lost it. I remember screaming and crying in my room. My mom comes in and tries to talk to me about it. And I kept getting mad at her, saying, They could have kept her alive. I didn't know why she died. You know, obviously it wasn't a car accident, it was something, you know, a disease or a a natural cause, and she was old. But I remember yelling at the top of my lungs at my mother, saying, They could have kept her alive. They have machines that can keep your heart going, they have machines that can breathe for you. They're, they could keep her alive for 200 years if they want to. This is stupid. There's no reason for her to be gone. Yeah. And I remember my mother saying, well, but then her, her brain wouldn't work and she'd never be able to open her eyes and say something to you. And I said, I don't care. And that was the first time I can go back and remember what it means to be selfish when someone dies. I didn't care how she was feeling. I didn't care if she was miserable. I didn't care if she was going to lay in that bed of vegetable. I wanted my grandma. At any cost. Yeah. And it was that was a terrible time for Mine
0: me. Mine was six. It was my paternal grandfather, so my dad's father that passed away. Um, I don't have much emotion on it. I just can remember the whole funeral thing going on because they lived in San Diego, so we spent a lot of holidays together. I do remember that. But I do remember him being young, like in his 60s when he passed away, and I, I can just picture it like wow he's so young he wasn't old like I you know you think grandparents are gonna be old and so I just kind of absorbed that whole situation but there was no emotional because then as it, it life went on it just became grandma I right. mean just grandma so but that's the first um death that I recall
1: I don't think Gen Z kid you've had a death that really impacted you yet I don't think one's really hit home hard um, your grandmother I know, when uh, Roxy died that really sucked and you guys weren't even well, here yeah but that's yeah. true but I it think sucked.
0: I think my mom passing kind of bothered you because we we played cards and I mean yeah, but she was there but it wasn't almost like
1: he was ready for it because he, he watched yes. the whole thing unfold yeah and there is a difference there when you when you can watch someone you know expire slowly where you know what's going to happen there's I mm-hmm. think there's a difference that it's there. inevitable
0: yeah yeah
1: not that you can prepare for it, of course, but okay. You know the last game of Scrabble we ever played, she
2: beat me. I'm so mad. Right, you so are. <laughs> mad. <laughs> all right, next question. She won the game and then left. No rematch. No. What, the heck happened? what
0: a way to go out on, on top.
2: top. <laughs> um. Oh, thank you for writing this out. Like as a transition. Uh, speaking of death, has staying married all these years been easy? No. No. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. No, thanks. There guys. is no
0: easy marriage. There, uh, no. I think if you're living an easy marriage, I think you're living kind of you're, a lie. You're not, ver- <laughs> you're not very invested. Yeah, because I think uh, opinions. You're bringing in two people's opinions of and two b- different lifestyles coming together, and you're trying to meld them into one. And it's going to take some. Um, commitment is going to take some compromise. It's going to take... It's not easy. It's not easy at all.
1: No, but it's worth it.
0: Definitely worth it.
1: I think the more effort you put in, the more you get back.
0: Absolutely. So, and there's waves. There's waves of... You know, marriages go in waves. You have different chapters in your life. But I've never
1: gotten to a point where I wanted to divorce you. Me I've either. never gotten to a point where I seriously even considered... You not being my wife. It mm. just never crossed my mind. Ladies,
0: I got a catchphrase for him all the time when I get mad at him. I go, I love you, but I don't, don't like, like you right, you right
1: now. now <laughs> 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 I mean, um, that's a new phrase. I've only heard that once or twice. <laughs> that's what I say. I think you uh, said that to me. She's it's, uh, it's very true. She uses that a lot. She goes, I love you right now, but I don't like you. And then she okay. walks away.
2: Um, I think every parent would change things, you know, looking back. Pick something that you would have done differently, like one thing you would, uh, you would change about raising kids, us kids.
1: Oh, that's easy. Your oldest sister? Mm-hmm. I would, have, I would have not given her as many chances and as many starting overs and as much money poured into her as I did for nothing. That was a waste of time. 35 chances of starting over, new school, new clothes. She runs away, she comes back, start over, do it again, do it. No. If I could go back in time, no. After the second try, I said, we're done. We're if doing. that was
0: anything of us ending our marriage, that, that could have been deadly. Yeah. That was. But that, you that handled was. it. At the very end, you, you chose the marriage.
1: Yeah, it was that was very taxing on us as a yes, couple. Yes,
0: it was very. Taxing but I,
1: if I would change something, I <laughs> would get back all my time and energy that I gave to her. That was a waste. That turned out to be just a waste.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a difficult time. And you? What a change!
1: Boom boom. I know.
0: Boom. I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is something. I'm just not. Nothing's like jumping out at me at the moment. Um, slowing down a little bit more. I, I think I would change having all the kids in so many different sports. I felt like, I don't know. Should you I have, have to do
1: that, though. Because yeah,
0: I'm like trying to think, uh, what would I change? I really don't know off the top okay. of my head. Okay, right. Sorry.
2: And lastly, I'll let you guys go. We've been on here for a while. Um, tell me honestly what you think about the whole Gen X Talks um, channel and what it has become.
1: It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think you're on to something that could be huge. I don't know how. I'm really interested to see how you handle keeping this whole Gen X Talks brand afloat and trying to navigate your way through your senior year of high school. Um, senior year takes up all of your time. Uh, all of it. Like 90% of your time, you can ask mom when she was a senior in high school, You know, the only time she was home to shower and sleep and dress and get back out there, she was gone, gone, gone. And I see that with you a lot with your FFA, Future Farmers of America. Mm -hmm. I see you doing so much with your friends and the activities and your high school.
2: Especially with the big trips, too.
1: Yeah, you got stuff. I I just don't know how you're going to... That's why
2: I'm so... I'd like to join in on this, too. This, it started... When I started Gen X Talks, I always wanted it to be a Gen X Dad and I thing. And when he was starting like early on TikTok, he always said it's my thing until I literally told him like I need help with this. And I also told Gen X mom like with shipping. That's why I'd say this is more of like a 50-50 partnership with Gen X dad. And like he really is the one keeping a lot of us afloat. And uh, Gen X mom with shipping, you we would never have merch without Gen X mom. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would it, have no idea what I'm doing.
1: And she helps you out a lot mm-hmm. finding and, and posting stuff with Facebook and Instagram. Instagram yeah. And she helps you with your comments. You know, She lets yeah, you know it's... when there's stuff that needs to be looked at. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I never thought coming into retirement age we would be as busy as we are now. <laughs> it seems like this is like a second career, third career coming through. Mm-hmm. But um, I think your dad and I believe in this project that you started. And I remember mm-hmm. sitting you down going when the first video went skyrocket and we went, holy mackerel, what did yeah. we just do? Um, and sitting you down and going, is this really what you want? Because your dad and I, and your dad has m- opened many businesses and, and he could see the future and say, this is something that's gonna take off. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and and been it's so hard at 17, 16, whenever you started, 16, 15, 16 to see the future, Mm -hmm. you know, it starts off as something fun, but
1: it's, it's it's almost an unfair question to ask him at 15. Yeah. What do you want this to be? He doesn't know what he wants Mm -hmm. past, what he wants for breakfast in the morning. That's it. But I will tell you that there has been a lot of navigation through this, Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, he comes to me and says, dad, we can't do editing. We can't do this, but we need a new computer. All right. So you want, you know, $2,500 $2,500 for a new computer. Yes. And then you get it. So, you know, we could really use a new microphone. Well, it's $250 for a microphone. Okay. Yeah. You know, but it's going, he, mm. he, he patterns these things out. I've made him come back and sell these things to me. Dad, here's what we need. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's where I want to go with it. And it's the same with anything he wants to diversify and open up. Now what's he trying is that Twitch programming. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding him to his original course of action, like, well, this yeah. is what you wanted. You wanted to buy an Xbox and do the stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And because I've done that, he has a pretty good grasp on every aspect of, of his Gen X talks. He knows mm-hmm. what he's spent, what he's doing, what it takes. Yeah. He, he's getting it.
0: I think, I think there's maturity that's showing a lot sooner because you're running this business or having a big input into this business. I think... Mm-hmm. You have to find one of the hardest things of being an adult is finding balance. Your balance of work, play, school, you know, private time. That is one of the hardest things. You, you do it for your whole entire life. When mm. do you shut off one to go do another? And we're asking you to do that at 16, well, we're 17. we're asking
1: you to choose, you know, slice yeah. out your time. You it's know? very
0: difficult. And we know that it is hard. And we, we're very proud of you. Thank you. Really proud of you.
1: What do you think of it though? That was the question.
0: I think it's it's amazing. It blows my mind that we've reached so many people on so many levels. And and, so many good people. Yes. And it's just, we're putting smiles on people's faces in a time in history where everything is so negative. And I love that. I, I love that we can make people smile.
1: I can't believe that so many people... Have become so interested in the kid yes. and the family. They know what we do. They know where we go. They ask questions. Hey, how did your how did your doctor's appointment go? How the how's it going yeah. with your goat? Did you get? I mean, mm-hmm. they when you when you contact them when you go back into a comment section or you go to a live stream, they're right there, vested in in the family.
0: Yeah, I think I told Gen Z kid just about a week or two ago. I said this this should show you that there is so much good in the world. I think good trumps mm-hmm. evil. And remember we had that conversation, mm-hmm. people that care about you and and you've just brought this community of people together. And it's not just Gen X. You have millennials and Gen Z and, mm-hmm. and boomers and just people and I think that is just an amazing mm-hmm. amazing thing that you did to bring it all together. How do you feel about it? Is there any I already more? I already said that. Okay.
2: <laughs> Anyways, uh that wraps up all of my questions. I'm going to send this to my editor. Gen X, Daddy, are you ready to edit this? I, like, I don't want to edit. I want to go away. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyways, um, now that we're finishing this podcast, you have a podcast to be on.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, 21 gun podcast. I got like less than an hour.
2: Okay. Well, uh, anyways, thank you guys all for tuning in. I'm going to ask Gen X mom to say bye. Bye, everyone. I am going to say bye. Hey, bye. <laughs> That's,
1: you need to work on your goodbyes. you got the worst I can't, goodbyes. I can't
2: keep... Well, I don't like saying goodbye.
1: What do you want me to say? see You, you have later? the worst goodbyes in the entire industry.
2: Okay, fellows,
1: we're going to say goodbye now. We are signing off. All going right.
0: into commercial. To <laughs> hey, you already signed <laughs> off. All
1: okay. right, so the music is coming up, and everybody said goodbye, so I'm going to say goodbye to you. everybody from... Gen X Talks. We love you guys. We appreciate you hanging out. If you're going to waste an hour of your time, no better place to waste it than with us. We are a walking rendition of a train wreck and you can't look away. So whether you're listening on the AM, FM, or anywhere across the armed service radio network from GenX Talks, we'll catch you guys on the flip side.